Hi guys, welcome back. <laughs> okay, so this week we're talking about episodes 15, 16, and we meet two new characters, and today we have a very special guest. Hi, Kiara. Hi. We oh have God, questions for you, like... <laughs> you have warm-up questions, I genuinely can't remember them. Does anybody remember the warm-up question? There's a... Uh... What airbender do you think you would be? Well, what I have it. Wow. No, what airbender do you think you would be, and what airbender do you think all of us would be? And then how did you do another one? Yeah, and then the other one. Yeah, and then the other one okay. What's what's the other one? How'd you get into the Avatar? Oh, okay. So, um, what kind of vendor do you think I would be? Well, I love airbending so much. I genuinely think it's the best type of bending, just like fact. But um, I'm definitely a waterbender, though, because I just, okay, I've taken a bunch of those, like, bendings, like, tests online, and they've all been, like, you are a waterbender, whatever, and also, I'm, like, a, a water zodiac sign, so that's also why I <laughs> Yes, I associate everything with zodiac sign. I'm not going to say it last time. What kind of bender do you think we would be? I think Liam would be an art vendor because I don't know, he's sturdy. And <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just I'm sturdy. I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. I know what My best quality. He's not clumsy. I don't know. No, like, I get it. Like, Liam's like reliable. Like, he's <laughs> That's what I mean. Okay, thank you, Melina, for understanding what I meant. I'm no. getting great. This is great. <laughs> you'd be a um. I think you'd be a waterbender too. And then I think that Emmy would be a um. I don't know, either a waterbender or an airbender. And I definitely think that Tess is a oh, crap. This is hard. No, I feel like Tess is a um. I think Tess is an earthbender too. But also waterbender. No we all get the same things every time without fail. Hey, I get waterbender. I'm pretty bender. happy with mine. No, I, I got airbender one time. Uh, no, you got airbender twice. Um, wait, I want to hear what you're bending, what kind of benders you are first before I move on. No, if I got any right. I want to be a firebender, but I'd be a waterbender. Yeah, I'd probably be fine. an earthbender, but I want to be a waterbender. That's also a fact. I can feel that. That's also a fact. And then, Emmy? What kind of bender is you? I actually don't remember what um I am. I probably don't have um. You're a water a bender. bender. Am I though? He's like I'm the I avatar. I want to be. That's it. <laughs> I am the avatar. I'm yeah, can I be. say that I'm the avatar? Like I'm tired tired of picking. Like, <laughs> like Korra. I want to be Korra. Out of all the characters in Avatar, Korra's the best. Anyway. Uh, no. Are you kidding me? No, Elena. Oh my gosh. I don't understand how you don't like Legend of Korra. Tess, tell me I don't like Legend of Korra. I do not like Legend of Korra. I liked it. Korra's in it. That's all I need. Oh my gosh. When Kiara finished it, she gave me this whole long speech about how annoying Korra was and like where the show is. After I watched Legend of Korra, like I didn't watch all of it, but I like skimmed through all of it briefly. But I did give Tess an insane long review about how I think Avatar. I feel like Korra had so much potential, but was just such so poorly executed. 
Oh, anyways, like he, I avoided that question like 50 times. I'm so sorry. I got into Avatar <laughs> when I was little. I was introduced to Avatar by these two really good childhood friends of mine. And my one friend was obsessed with it. And like we, she had like an Avatar birthday party. And I, I dressed up as a Fire Nation Katara. Needless to say, my outfit was... I mean, I felt great, but looking back on it, it was one of the worst things I've ever worn in my life. But um, <laughs> I was confident, so it <laughs> kind of popped off. But anyways, yeah, so then I, like, briefly watched it. Um, I, you know, I loved Aang when I was, like, younger. When I was younger, I really liked Aang. <laughs> and so, but then it got released on Netflix, and, like, everyone in America, probably, who has Netflix started watching it again. And my obsession with it really just... <laughs> all these opinions that I had started like resurging so I'd be watching it and there'd like subconsciously be this part of myself that was like no you hate that character and I'd be like yeah I do but why though what I just did I don't know anyways I love this show though I think it's amazing like everything about it is really good it's literally an amazing TV show okay so Aang finds the he finds a water tribe sword uh just in the remains of a battle uh, so they find a they find a sword and they realize that it's a uh water nation uh water tribe sword and so Sokka uses his big brain and detective skills and leads them to the beach where they find a ship which was part of their dad's fleet uh we're introduced to june who's a uh woman on a i don't even know what the animal is it's like some type of mole a thing sheer shoe. A, a sheer, sheer shoe. shoe isn't that the name of it yeah i, I don't know i think they okay well sheer shoe the funny malt thing uh runs onto Zuko's ship and starts tearing up the floor saying that there's a refugee or a stowaway um on the boat with like a bounty on its head and so um Shirshu like stabs it with its tongue and paralyzes it and then uh Zuko's looks at him and is like hey that was pretty cool and then she runs away Okay, and then we're back to Sokka and uh, Katara, and they're reunited with Bato. Wait, wait, before we go any farther, can I just say something? Go ahead. Okay, a lot of people ship Bato and Hakoda. That's all. Okay, continue. Wait, who? Bato and Hakoda. Yeah, oh, they're dead. Oh my gosh. Oh, why do they always do that? That's not a thing, and I don't like that one. Okay, but Bato, um, <laughs> uh, Bato's wounded, and so he gets left behind. And then, uh, whenever Ang is first in- introduces himself to him, he gives no reaction. He's kind of like, Yeah, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, then they go and meet in their tent, which is like uh designed just like how the water uh the southern water tribe is uh designed and they have a, a good old bowl of, of sea prunes <laughs> and then ang is angry because no one's paying attention to him i feel that one i really relate to ang right now. <laughs> <laughs> so zuko and Aro go to some bar tavern thing i guess um and zuko wants the weird animal thingy to track Katara's scent to lead them to Katara and Aang. 
Iroh hits on June, which is a little icky. I think it's pretty cool feel about and that? very natural, so, uh... <laughs> <I hate> that. <laughs> How old do you think June is? Probably, like, um... 13. <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Um, she has a tab, too, so... She's probably, like, in her 20s. It's legal! No. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's not icky. Harley. Period. Queen, stop. It's too much. I'm so sorry. Okay, Queen. Anyway. um, Malena, I missed you. I miss you too. I need my water. Water! Okay, anyway. Sorry, guys, I'm getting so distracted. Wait, who's Bato again? Bato is the Water Nation guy. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, He's expecting a message from the dad. He needs the fan mail, the, the, the message, the... Do we know what the message is yet? It's a map to where is they it are. A secret? Sokka and Katara are really excited about it. And, okay, I remember this part. They haven't seen their her, their dad in so long, and they're so excited. But Aang feels so like angry about um their dad coming back, which I don't really. I understand why, but I also don't at the same time. But anyway, um, Aang leaves. And then he um he gets the message handed to him and then he keeps it. He hides it and yes. He snatches and stow it away. So Bato and the gang to go go and stay in a convent, I guess, which with a bunch of nuns <laughs> that make perfume. <laughs> and he Thinking decides- about that now kind of seems a little weird. This is like really random. Yeah. Oh, it's just the nuns who make perfume. It's just what they do. It's their passion. <laughs> anyway, oh they're staying with the nuns that make perfume, and it reminds like Sokka and Katara of home and everything. And he realized Bato realizes that Sokka never got to go ice dodging with his father because he wasn't old enough before he left, and so and which is an important rite of passage for him. And so he decides to take him ice dodging. Then at the end, they each get like a mark and what Katara's was like bravery or whatever. And then Aang got one that meant like trustworthy. And then he starts freaking out and he's like, you can't trust me. Like I took the map to your dad and then he gets, Aang feels really guilty. And then rightfully Sokka gets really upset with him. And the, I just wanted to talk about, like, the, the boat scene. Uh, they could have all easily just died there. And the one I, dude was just chilling. He was just sitting there. He really just, he was like, y'all are good. I'm chilling. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm sit crisscross applesauce right here, and I'm not moving. <laughs> so, like, after they get the little marks and Aang comes clean, Sokka goes, 
and I'm going to find my dad. I'm hashtag abandoning you. Katara, are you coming with me? And Katara looks at Aang and Aang is like, he's like the simp big guy emoji. And he's like, well, and then Katara goes, yeah, Sokka, I'm with you. And they turn around. It's so dramatic. <laughs> and so basically Aang is like, that's it. I'm leaving, obviously. Um, So he, like the nun people want him to leave. So he's like going away. But then the nun people are like, actually, we're under attack, so you need to leave faster. <laughs> and the Shershu finds Sokka and Katara because it's tracking Katara's scent. And they're like, yeah, we split up with Aang, and Zuko does not believe them. That's so sad. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so then um, June keeps calling Katara Zuko's girlfriend, and I just want to say that this... <laughs> <laughs> this is... That this is Here we go thing. again! <laughs> What's your opinion? <laughs> yes, our opinions are valid. I'm going Katara right here when June was all like, ah ha ha! Like, she the seas. It was this episode right here, episode 15 of season one. The seas of Zutara were planted. Wait, Kiara. And the Kiara is not what they're in for. Oh my god. According to this Kiara podcast, it was the first together, episode. So- you should talk about that. You should talk about Katara and Aang. Melinda, that is a whole other conversation. I can literally no, rant. do it. Or- please, please do it. Because oh, usually Emmy's the only one who likes them here. And it's just sad because we all keep up on No, Emmy likes Katang. She's the only one. All righty. Welcome to just my show, everybody. We are supposed my- to not talk about Why I think... Katara and Aang are the best relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of enemies to lovers. I love that trope. I think it's a wonderful trope. I do like the idea of people having a redemption arc and, like, another character, like, the love of another character being, like, a motivating factor for that. I think it's, like, a really good thing. However, I think Aang and Katara literally are just, like, they're just so cute together, and I think that they have a really good relationship with each other that's, like, really positive and I really like the journey that they go through through the show of like Aang having this huge huge crush on her and her kind of being like I don't really see you like that at all but then her slowly getting there I wish if the show wasn't a complete kid show I wish that there was a plot line where like like Zutara got together for like three episodes and then Katara was like uh actually this one's really wrong and I definitely wish that, like, like my dream idea, because it is really weird that he's, like, 13 and she's, like, 16. It's it's weird. Like, I won't lie. It's a little disturbing. But I wish, like, they showed them when they were <laughs> older, like, 20 or something. And then Katara was like, by the way, I'm in love with you, too. Like, I wish they did a forward, like, a flash forward instead of, like, them making out at, like, 12. Like, that was weird. I won't lie. But... I, I love their relationship so much. I think it's so cute and adorable. And I think that, like, the journey that it goes through, it's just it's so cute. You know what? Liam, what's your it's opinion? It's fine, because Zuka is so cute. <laughs> yeah, you know what? All of that. Just kidding. Everything I said, thrown out the window. It's all about, what is it? Zaka? <laughs> Zuka. Zuka. Oh, no. Zuka and Zaka. Anyway, wait, Liam, what's your opinion? This is the part of the the podcast where I don't give my opinion. (laughs) Fair enough. You have one. So you have one. Moving on. (laughs) Just leave Liam alone. No, 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 no. I'll just ask you 
to choose between two. Okay, no, maybe on the last one? episode of the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, wait. I can wait. Okay, I, you think I, I want to bring up a valid the... point. Yeah, hit us with it. With the ships. With the ships. Um, Zuko and Katara are the same age gap as Aang and Katara, but just swapped. So why yeah, is it weird true. for the boy to be younger than the girl? Like, I feel like society has normalized boys being older than girls, but why does it really matter? Anyway, that's all. Maybe it doesn't matter. You're right. You're right, Emmy. It doesn't matter. Okay, wait. Oh, wait, I'm going to ask another one. <laughs> Do you think May and Zuko should have ended up together? May? I will give all my opinions on the last episode of the podcast. Do you promise? Oh, my God. I'll promise. <laughs> okay. I want it in writing. Go write it, sign it, and take a picture and send it to me. <laughs> okay, so it's the yeah. it's the, the big fight scene where they all... Wait, hold on a second. Right before this happened, uh, Shishu just busts down the the nun's door twice. Like, he just run The first time he just runs in, it's all broken, and then he runs out and just leaves. He doesn't say it. They don't say a single thing there. They run in and run girl. out. It's broken. They're repairing it. He does it again. It could well, be a girl. Oh, she should, She does it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Back to, the, back to the fight scene. So they're all where the, the nuns are. And then Appa just, like, slams Shishu straight into a wall. And I was, uh, I was like, "Hot, you got beamed. And then uh, Shishu like attacks Appa with her tongue, and that paralyzes like <laughs> part of him because he's like massive. And then Aang and uh, Zuko uh, start having a fight scene, and it's like over a well. And Zuko is just whiffing; he cannot hit Aang whatsoever. Like I don't understand. Uh, like, I don't feel like Zuko ever had a real opportunity of beating the Avatar if Aang can just dodge that easily. Like, he didn't even really come close in that scenario. And then he jumps in the... Uh, jumps in the well and then, like, uh, starts waterbending and launches Zuko into the sky. Then he hits the ground. And then Iroh's just, like, stealing perfume. <laughs> but he's Wait, Will you share your opinions on the last day of this season, the last day of season three, or the last podcast episode ever? We'll do season three. Okay, okay. Uh, Aang tries to get back the necklace, but he doesn't, and I forgot Appa goes down, and that, I, I cry at that part. Anyway, um, the nuns use all the perfume <laughs> to make, um, to make the smell thing to confuse the scary animal. Um, and then Uncle Iroh is gross again. Aang gives back Katara's necklace and she gives him a kiss. She gives him a kiss on the cheek and that's it. Yeah, I just Actually, say- it, was a, it was a delivery that was supposed to go to Zuko. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Liam's revealing his true colors. Okay. <laughs> I just say genuinely, my, the worst part of the show is when Iroh is like laying down and with June and, and Zuko is like, Uncle, I didn't see you get hit. And he's like, I didn't. Like, oh my gosh. Who Iroh was so disappointing in this episode. Like, I love him. Okay. I think he's, I think he's a very passionate man. 
<laughs> you think he's a what? I think That's he's a guy? very passionate man. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it was not. Okay, let's move on from that because I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 16. 16. The gang is hashtag gay chilling in the woods. And Aang finds out that there's a festival, and it's like, and they're in the Fire Nation. Why are they in the Fire Nation? Are they in a colony? Does anybody know what's going on? Uh, they're just in, like, some random woods, and there happens to be a Fire Nation uh, city there, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're in a Fire Nation colony, and they want to go, Aang wants to go to this Fire Nation festival to learn firebending. But honestly, I think he just wants to go to the festival. But me too. And Sokka is ever the voice of reason. It's like, that's a bad idea. And they do it anyway. <laughs> they never listen to Sokka. They make little disguises. It's very cute. And then they go to the festival by masks. So they, uh, they look over and they see a big show uh, that a firebender's doing. And he's doing some cool things. He's doing like a, like a, like a juggling act with firebending and such. Uh, and so uh, Ang, Katara, and Sokka walk on over and are like, that's pretty cool. Let's take a look. And then he's like, I need a volunteer. Um, and Ang wants to be uh, the volunteer because he thinks it would be fun and he wants to get a closer look at the firebending. Uh, but then they choose uh, Katara and she doesn't want to go up. But then they, they make her go up. They force her, kind of. Um <laughs> Uh, and then she's like sitting up on stage uh, and then the one guy doing the show makes a fire dragon well dragon made out of fire and pretends that it's gonna eat her and then Aang is like that dragon is gonna eat her and then um, Aang jumps in front and blows it away and then the uh, performers he's pretty teed they realize that he's the avatar. And so they're like, get him, because they're all from the Fire Nation. And then it's a chase scene and they start running around the city, but they see the the one guy. Uh, they're like, there's one mystery man at the moment uh, who's like, follow me. And then they start running through all the, all the places. And so Aang's like, I gotta get out of here. And so he blows the, the bison whistle and uh, that calls Appa, and then they all leave and fly away while the uh, mystery man throws a bomb at a big thing of fireworks, and it's, uh, it blows up, and everyone's like, yay, fireworks! And then they, uh, they fi figure out who the mystery man is. What was his name? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. It, he says it once. Yeah, it's just some. It's some dude. He's the he's the second guy who abandoned the Fire Nation. No one ever recognizes the second guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, uh, then the one guy kind of gets ambushed by his own people, and they get taken to the Firebending Master, which is how do you pronounce his name? Zhang Zhang. Yeah. yeah. They. Uh, go and see him and he's like you cannot learn firebending yet you haven't learned the other elements and this uh, I'll bring it up later never mind um, but 
Um, no, what is it? Okay, I, I'll bring it up now. It might have fit in better later, but it'll work now. Um, so they say that he has to learn the elements in a specific order, but he could clearly like somewhat control fire then. Because whenever, yeah. the, like he says that um, he's not going to teach him, but then he ends up teaching him because uh, Master Roku, Avatar Roku, uh, says, ah, you must train this boy. And so he's like, okay. And um, during the training bits, he like burns a leaf and then Aang is controlling the fire on the leaf. And then he actually like, he is controlling the fire somewhat. Like he's moving it around. And it, like, I thought he was supposed to move him, like learn all the elements in a specific order. Like, cause he hasn't learned earth yet. He wouldn't be able to access fire or something like that. But he I can. Also, yeah, I was thinking about that too, because I thought it was like something kind of like set in stone, but then Zhang Zhang says like, you need the earth is like blah, 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 but fire is alive. So I'm thinking maybe it's more about what each element teaches you. Yeah. And that's why it also, it mirrors the avatar cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but Korra fire bent before she water bent. Um, did she? Once, I thought she, yeah, no, she, because, already, she knew three elements before. No, she fire bending was the first thing she did because she was like, she told her parents, oh, Wow, why do I know this? Anyway, she told she was like, Guys, look, I can fire bend, and her parents were like, That's great, sweetie. But no, she said, I can bend, so they're expecting her to water bend, but then she fire bent. Oh, yeah, drama. I love Korra. Drama. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, if Aang knows he has to learn them in order, why would he even go to Zhang Zhang and ask to teach him if he ha- he knows he's, he's twelve? <laughs> he's a rebel. That's my rebel reason. Alert. He's twelve. That's a good enough reason, honestly. Bad these episodes. Aang is really bothering Sokka. me. I like. I love Aang's character. Exactly. Like, I love Aang, but like Sokka. You've got the emotion. I love Sokka more. Yeah. Oh, I'm done with <laughs> Anyway, this is the part that makes me angry. Like, just to add on to it, she makes the biggest deal out of getting burned. She's like, OMG, that, like, that was me. It would hurt. But no, <laughs> but then. She oh my goodness, my, your hands are burnt. Who can? <laughs> No, because then she puts her hands in the water and she's like, oh, healed him up. Like, Queen, I know she couldn't do that, but then she was like, I'm still a little angry. Like, why? They're better. It's okay. Anyway. Well, well, she, like, what if she couldn't have healed them and Aang's, like, carelessness cost her, like, but she her did. hands. But, but she did. But, like, none of them knew that. Like, it was very close to that not happening. It's okay though. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Sometimes you just her. gotta get your hands burnt. No! Imagine your best friend burns your hands like all the skin off. It's like Jake Tilling. <laughs> that was not fun. It's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I guess this is fine. But, do you um, guys blame Aang? Like, do you get mad at him for not giving Katara and Sokka the message about their dad? Uh, uh, no, that makes me angry. I don't understand why. I don't know. It's just kind of like, does Aang really not have any faith in them to not abandon him? Like, 
Exactly. They could have said that they were going to abandon him before he left. And then they uh, said that, oh, uh, we have to go with Aang to the Northern Water Tribe. But Aang didn't hear that part. And so he was teed. And so he was like, "Ah, I'm angry. This is my letter now. I mean, I guess it does make sense. That's how, like, a 12-year-old would react if he thought he was being abandoned. So, I don't know. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't blame Aang at all. They should not be this mad at him. Everyone he ever know, knew just died, like, 10 minutes ago. But this <laughs> time watching ago. it back, like, this time watching it back, it feels a lot more like he was less worried about them abandoning him and more that they were, like, like almost as if him being the Avatar didn't matter. Like, I felt like he was more like, they're leaving like, my being the avatar is enough for them to stay, and I feel like Aang doesn't realize that, like, they care about him, like, his well-being, and not just if he gets to the water tribe. Like, so I get a little bit more mad. I'm like, Aang, that was not very, what's it called? Cash money of you. Money. <laughs> <laughs> what's that called? Oh, cash money. Cash money. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Aang in this episode again is like not listening to the people around him and like making them stuff. The end. I love Aang though. Like during no Aang slander. During these episodes, Aang just needs a good slap in the face. <laughs> during this, these couple of episodes. A burn to the hands, a slap to the face. <laughs> <laughs> slap him in the face with the burnt hands. Oh, my <laughs> okay. I feel like everyone just glosses over the fact that Katara just found out she had healing powers. They're just like, oh. She's like, uh, Zhang Zhang just popped <laughs> up, up behind her. Is like, oh, you can heal. He's like, like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Nice trip, <laughs> I guess. I hate Zhang Zhang for that. He's like, I have a burden. I have a terrible curse. I have magic firepowers. And it's just destroying me. Shut up. Uh, literally <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> like, he is so ridiculous. He needs to talk to someone because, like, he's literally like, <laughs> you're <laughs> so rude. <laughs> imagine, imagine, like, he's like, firebending is inherently evil. What? No, it's not. What are you even talking about? Like, he's like, it's like, okay, like, you know, like, when people are like, the, gun isn't dangerous if no one's holding it or whatever people say like obviously like that's stupid like guns are dangerous no no <laughs> but firebending fire is not the same i don't know why i just saw that but firebending can be used for good like we see that throughout the show like it's not the gun like <laughs> uh-huh yeah just like they're perfect for barbecues exactly <laughs> also watching this really like, I know that the Fire Nation is supposed to be, like, Imperial Japan or whatever, but it's also so much like America currently. It's kind of... <laughs> on fire. I've been thinking that a little extra this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's there to disagree with? I feel like... I it, Zhang Zhang just infuriates me. He's like, I'm the only good firebender left i'm going to sit here in the middle of the woods do nothing with my power complain because to teach the avatar like you may have been good once but if you stop teaching then you can't like 
oh my gosh he's like the epitome of not acknowledging your privilege he's like it's so hard to be a part of the upper class that's taking over the world <laughs> he's so annoying i really can't win Jung. anyway and then roku appears and he's like you're calling me weak and he's like no yes you did yes you just did <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. It took like a Roku to stand up for Aang for him to be like, maybe. <laughs> and then he was still just wasting Aang's time. He literally, instead of being like, no, he caved to Roku and wasted Aang's time and was like, you need to breathe. Yeah, like Iroh was like what Zhang Zhang was trying to be like teaching about restraint and like the basics and breathing and firebending. But like Iroh like wants, like, I, like Zuko won't learn and cooler firebending because Iroh like refuses to teach him which is kind of what Zhang Zhang was doing but instead Zhang Zhang was just frustrating Aang until he lashed out and Aang was like choo choo with fire <laughs> anyway Kira you're back Kira do you have anything to share with us um what are you guys talking about I was talking about why I hate Zhang Zhang and I was also talking about why we do or do not blame Aang for hiding the letter from Katara and Sokka. Oh my goodness, so happy we're talking about this. First of all, I do, I like Jung, and he was definitely justified in not teaching Aang firebending, like, Aang was so not ready for that, oh my goodness, and when I first watched the show, I was mad at him too, Milena, but then upon re-watching, Aang was not ready, and he was impatient, and he was being immature, but then he got, like, he was so much more mature when Zuko taught him firebending, like, so much more mature. Anyways, I love Aang so much. He will forever always be my all-time favorite character on this show. If I was on, like, if I literally, someone held me at gunpoint, it was like, you have one person to spend the rest of your life with, I would honestly choose Aang. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> he's so adorable. And don't even lie, like, he's a gr- he's a great person. But he's also growing, he's also 11. <laughs> like, he's also well, growing up. And I understand why he had the letter from um, Katara. And I, I felt really bad for him because, seriously, the whole episode, episode 15, he would be like, hey, guys, so... And Katara would be like, anyways, moving on to what I was saying before. And it was like, the whole time, I was like, sis, you just cut him off. All he was trying to say is that he was, like, having a nice time. And anytime he opened his mouth at all of episode 15, they would just cut him off and be like, actually, never mind, you don't get to speak now. And that really annoyed me. And I could see why he was sad. Because he was all like, y'all left me for your dad. And I understood. And, like, I understood why he had a letter. Like, I, I get where he was coming from. But then he apologized. You know what annoyed me, though? Sort of in this episode. Is Aang, like, took the letter out and was, like, mid-sentence about to be like, I am so sorry. But then right in the middle of it, Sokka, like, snatched and got so mad at him. Which is a reasonable reason to get mad. He just, like, like my man Aang was getting interrupted this whole episode. Like, the whole time, Aang would talk. And they would just be like, nope, shut up. And they'd be like, let this boy speak. Let him speak. He has something interesting to say. That annoyed me. So, yeah, that's it. That's my two cents. Basically the opposite. <laughs> oh my god, total opposite. Lay it on me. Okay, so I said I said that I hate Zhang Zhang and that he annoys me and um that I feel like I was got kind of upset at Aang. Anyway, but it's okay because he is annoying. He's not, 
Jon was annoying. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I liked him. I thought he was pretty cool. He was annoying, Liam. Don't lie to yourself. Yes, funny hair. <laughs> he was so dramatic, though. Like, my, my man Aang was getting interrupted. He walked up. He was like, hey, can I learn five? No, you can't. Uh, so, Zhao pulls up on a boat. And Zhang Zhang makes a big wall of fire to stop him. But then uh, Zhao just kind of like walks through it uh, and says that Zhang Zhang no longer fights anymore. Uh, and then Aang pulls up and he's like, Ayo, I will help you. And then uh, they surround Zhang Zhang and then he just disappears in a big ball of fire into the woods or something like that. Then it's uh, uh, Zhao and Aang have a big battle. But Zhao, man, he's big angry right now. And so uh, Aang realizes this and makes him catch all of their boats on fire. Um, and then he's like, haha, you've been thwarted. And then they leave. And that's about it. I think this is one of Aang's best moments in season one, honestly. Uh, he's his big mind. Because he's a pacifist. He doesn't want to play back. I feel like this was foreshadowing for so much that comes ahead. Yeah, I think this is a really good example of Zane, the Aang's. Aang's <laughs> pacifist <laughs> working in his favor. Like, you know, everyone always trashes yeah. on it. But he literally didn't even have to throw a single, like, blow at him. He just let him... Like Let him destroy himself. destruction because he wasn't paying attention and he just has violent tendencies. Yeah, that's why I love Aang on top of it, is like I'm all for this um I think what annoys me in children's TV shows sometimes or just like not even children's like even in the Avengers movies sometimes this is when it's like people show. will like like they'll be like a bad guy who literally murders like thousands of people is a terrible person and I'll be like but we can just forgive him and give him a second chance. And it's like, no, he's a terrible, <laughs> like they're literally psychopaths. Like you can't give a psychopath a second chance. And what I love about Aang is that like, but there's also this side of people that's like, okay, then he deserves to die. We should just murder everyone. And I love how Aang is like, one of the reasons he's one of my favorite characters is because he's like, um, first of all, this person definitely deserves to get punished, but I'm not going to kill them because I'm a child. But like, I don't know. I just, I really like that, like, instead of, like, going through this super violent, like, I should just, like, murder Zhao right now, like, that's the, that's what I should be doing right now, he just, like, and, but also, instead of being, like, maybe if I just talk to him nicely, he won't fight me, I hate that, like, that they use that as a trope sometimes in, like, children's TV shows of, like, if you just talk to him in a nice voice and you tell him that his, like, childhood trauma is valid, then it's okay, that really annoys me, too, but I love how, like, Aang is just like, you know what, I'm just gonna let this stupid guy with anger issues just like get angry <laughs> all by himself and I'm just gonna chill here. And then he basically wins. And that's also just one of the reasons he's one of my favorite characters. Because he like believes that people should be like punished or like but he also doesn't believe in like unnecessary violence. And I feel like that really shows in this episode. Yeah. Okay, Kira. Does anyone remember the question? Oh, who's your who was your favorite character? Who do you think the best character was watching the show through the first time and, and now watching it back for today or the last time you watched it? Who was your favorite character? Who do you think had the best development? Okay, so my favorite character I know what you're Yeah, I literally said it a few times. My favorite character when I first watched the show was Katara, only because I related to her so much because 
I don't know, I, I really liked water and she was just like a pretty girl. And so I was like, yeah, that's definitely my favorite character. So, <laughs> there he is. Uh, I, and then, and my, but then now my favorite character is obviously Aang. I mean, I'm literally like that. He's just so precious. Oh my goodness. He's like my all-time comfort character too. Like it's I like, I'm one of those shows that every time I'm in a bad mood, I just watch it because it like makes my mood better. And I just think that like Aang goes through a perfect character development in this show of like childish to mature and intelligent. Um, I can tell you my least favorite character watching the show. And my least favorite. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, yeah I do it. <laughs> so my least favorite character when I first started watching the show was Zuko because I thought he was so annoying. I went to slap him in the face when I was a kid. I was like, this this boy just needs to shut up. He's so annoying. Um, I thought he was cool. And re-watching the show, I still think that. <laughs> oh, but he was a great character. When I was a, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't watch the third season. So when I first, I like I hadn't watched the third season. So when I now rewatched and watched the third season for the first time, I definitely appreciated Zuko more. I also hated Azula as a kid as well. Um, I like, love Azula. I love her. Really, really hate her. <laughs> I thought she had a great sense of humor, but like every time I was just like, oh my God, shut up. We get <laughs> it. You're mad and you want to be powerful. I was it's so annoyed. Like her only character trait was being mean, but I loved, and it was only the last episode that they actually gave her character depth. And she definitely became one of my favorite characters after that, just because like they totally showed like the deep mental issues. Um, she had, had a breakdown. My all-time <laughs> favorite character is probably um, definitely Jet. Is one of them. Oh, he's a cool guy. And also, I don't know why, but the one of the characters that brings me so much anger is um the people that went into the tunnel with them and they sang the secret tunnel song. No, every time they sang that song, and I was like, literally, you're about to die in a pitch black tunnel. I mean, they are annoying. I know that they were put in there for like comic relief. That's like a little annoying, but the anger I felt towards this group of people on watching the show. So I was like, shut up. Shut up. I'm going to play that. It's going to be great. Yes. I gotta say, the only good thing about the Secret Tunnel episode was the end of it. Less than a minute. So. Yeah, I really didn't like that episode, but it had a good song in it. My final thoughts. Thanks for having me on. I know I definitely said some really weird stuff in the beginning, but I didn't have my Thank thoughts you. together. I would love to be on I said weird so I can give more of my really random opinions. But thanks so much for having me on. I know it's probably going to be so annoying. Let me tell you, you when you release this episode and I listen to myself, I'm going to have another panic attack thinking about how <laughs> ugly I sound. It's going to be a new insecurity of mine. Thank <laughs> you so much to everybody who listens. Please go follow us on Instagram at bluespirit.podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and anywhere else podcasts are available. What was I going to say? Oh, thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Kiara, for being on. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.